Bong. Bong. Open tabs is back. What's up, Keith? Hey, let's talk about that. Should we? What are we? What do we? What do we want to call the name? Oh, oh open tabs. I'm I'm a little over it. I'm over, over it? open. Yeah. We talked about dad bod for a minute. I'm over uh, that. Oh, dad bod. Dad bod's pretty solid. <laughs> I like that. You like that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> dad botting. <laughs> um, we need something that's really going to get the people going. Like, well, get you the know, kids into it. Uh, the kids. Who cares about the kids? Um, that's a good one. Who cares about the kids? Uh, I'm into dad shit, man. Not dad hats, but dad jokes. I'm just, I'm right there in that window where I'm like, I, I'm waiting for the stand-up comedian that does an entire set of dad jokes. Um, oh, that, that could I'm be waiting, me. That absolutely see, could be me. I do that constantly. Can, I feel like that's the uh, because it's kind of the most derided uh, form of comedy. I feel like it would take a true masterful comedian to to be able to just like do a, a full forty minute set, all dad jokes, and just kill. But so basically, anyway. what you what you want to hear is this: you want me to say, "Hi, hi, mate, I'm tired," and you'll say, "Hi, uh, tired, I'm dad." <laughs> basically yeah thank you thank you for helping me out there Is that, <laughs> should, should, i haven't should, had enough caffeine to participate should that be the new name hi tired i'm dad hi tired i'm dad it, it maybe there's something there what's uh, going on man how are you today uh, good we're in the midst of harvest and how are you doing i know i thought maybe i wouldn't talk to you until it was done well uh, we're, we're doing nerd shit right now so. <sighs> fighting with internet and uh, applications in order to record our words and voices. Right now I have like four different screens going on. There's levels going all over my thing. We're, we're upping the ante as far as our internet uh, broadcasting goes. We're pretty yeah. good. The only level for success that we measure though is, well, does it sound good enough that we actually share it or does it go in the, in the pile of unreleased episodes that's probably t- as tall as the released episodes? Yeah, because we're not doing this for anybody other than ourselves. Oh man. Speaking of. Like dad garage. That's all we're doing. Dad, dad, <laughs> Dad's garage. Get out. <laughs> Drinking. Oh, that's a great name for this show. Drinking with dad. No, no trespassing. Yeah. Stay off our lawn. That's uh, good. Maybe. I don't uh, know. How was uh, uh, yeah. you just did Vineyard Day? Oh, Vineyard Day was off the hook. It was really, yeah. really, really, really good. Very proud of it. My wife, as always, made me look like a superstar. Um, that was super rad. It, it's amazing. At this point, I mean, I, I have. I've reached a point, I guess, with what we're doing now where I don't feel uh, I call it the Steve Jobs moment. Mm-hmm. I know that's a rough thing to say, but what I mean by that is RIP. Uh, Pour some out. When uh, when you do something that is so good that it doesn't feel like you participated in its creation, I always feel like that's the Steve Jobs moment because he's one of those mm-hmm. guys or what I always took from anything I read about him. You know, everybody said he's a jerk or this or that or whatever. And I, and I, I appreciate and understand that I would not have liked to work for him, but mm-hmm. it always seems like he was one of those guys that kept pushing, pushing, pushing until it looked so good that it didn't look like he participated in making it. And that's mm-hmm. a weird thing to say, because then it gets to some sort of weird transcendent, I think is the right word level. 
mm-hmm. where like I see it in your products, you know, where oh, stop it. No, no, no. I'm going to say it uh, totally truthfully. When uh-huh. I look at what you create and your design eye and things like that, you know, the Lensley, especially because I live with one every day, it it looks and take this the right way. It looks better than you could have made it. <laughs> That's such a jerk's thing to say. Well, it's I true. Know. I, it is true. It is better than I could have made it. It's, yeah. you know, the there's some things about it. There's some Dennis Guzman and some David Dowling and some Leonard Lynn and some Elizabeth Stone and some Jerome Cerna that are in it. It, it yeah. the, the 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 thing that you have is literally. I had the team of people who I was working with at the time that that design kind of came to fruition, and it really was like we all did an air high five, and that's what came out. And I'm I'm super proud of it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a uh, it's an interesting thing. I think that the um the thing that you described i feel like steve jobs was probably the opposite though he probably was like mm-hmm. it's so great i had to be involved yeah that's where the <laughs> yeah. hubris comes in but you know what i mean but when that's you're... on him i yeah. I, I understand exactly what you're saying and you're actually offering the uh the humble human version of that sentiment you're like mm-hmm. man it was so i good am buddha I like you're like <laughs> you're like this is so good i couldn't have done it that's right you know but, but I think that there, you kind of live in that world. It's for whatever reason, I think you have the right people around you and you have the right spirit and the right driving force yeah. that that happens, like your tasting room. And a lot of that is Heather and her taste mm-hmm. and her attention to detail. And a lot of it is your dad, mm-hmm. and your uncle and the farming and the grapes that go into the bottles. And a lot mm-hmm. of it is your love for cash and your love for Brielle and mm-hmm you know, the decisions that they're helping to make and guiding around, you know, the wine that is her namesake and the one that's his namesake. And like, it's, it's really weird. You are that central thing, but you're actually with the, with the exception of the last two and a half minutes, you usually are not trying to take (laughs) credit for it all, you know, and that's probably the weird thing about vineyard day. Like you are, you do get your preacher on and you're going to stand on top of a tractor and you're going to talk to people. Mm-hmm. but it's uh yeah it looked rad i well, mean um i thought you, i thought it was interesting you you have uh what looks like uh an official ss co photographer at this point mm-hmm. so everybody looked beautiful and 10 pounds lighter and fresh haircuts and uh you know as blonde as they could be and the grapes were as green and red as they could be and the tables were eight miles long it looked like a the most rad wedding reception for a non-wedding I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It, you know, it was, I was just thinking while you were talking about that, I mean, it's like when you, people talk about a team, they usually talk about um, what those people do, you know, like their end result. Are they good at their job? But rarely do we ever talk about, te- talk about a team as what people are bringing personality wise or mm-hmm. their style or mm-hmm. what they have uh, done in the past or skills that they have. And I think that's kind of the the crazy part. You were really touching on something there that really got my mind going where it's like, yeah, Heather has this bag of tools that she's been honing over the last 20 years. Uh, our resident photographer, which uh, she works for us. She's awesome. I don't know if she wants What's to her name, it, but drop it. Uh, uh, Laura. Or, yeah. And she, she's worked for us, I don't know, three years now. And She's a really sweet soul. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're a photographer. Why don't you just come out and and dr- shoot some photos? And nah, she killed it. She, she killed, killed it. it. 
destroyed it. And, you know, and it was one of those things. I was looking at it. I was like, this is this is what this this is what this needed from a capture standpoint. Because yeah. like, if I had shot it, which uh, you know, I would have been close to you and people mm-hmm. and got a bunch of close-ups with everything in the background and black and white. But I'm going to shoot it the way like a photojournalist yeah. from the 1920s would have shot it, you know. Yeah. But that's not it, and that's an angle. But she got it. I mean, like I said, the the I think it had that right feeling. The people who are enjoying your wine and who are coming up to the valley to drink and hang out, they very much, I think, are in that mindset and looking for the type of experience in the way that she captured it. Mm-hmm. That pastoral reception, uh, kind of beautiful slice of time manner that it was kind of uh put put down in and i and i uh, yeah i can see i think that she's in the right place doing the right things like i was i was very impressed but she the neat part about that as well is since she lives here with us doing this all the time she has like this inherent aspect of uh knowing what to grab strangely enough She's embedded. Yeah, she is embedded. And I think that's a really good. She she more than killed it. She did she captured a again a better version of I saw her photos and go, was I at that thing? Because that's amazing. I want to go to that thing, <laughs> even though I was there. Um yeah. the, the other thing, and I and I want to dovetail into this is a lot of the stuff Matt Pay's doing right now. I don't know if you are keeping up with it but our boy no, you know I need to bother him what's hey, up matt pay right now if you look up the sports illustrated cover have you seen it no okay I'm, it? A, I'm gonna take a second take a second look up look <laughs> up the sports illustrated cover or look up their instagram feed right now um and while you're doing that i will i, I want to point something out to you so oh, why don't you are you gonna read an ad while i do no this? No, no, no 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 i want i, I just want, <laughs> i want you to see it because i i'm so overwhelmed by this um oh yeah yeah the reinvention cover yes yeah so i mean if you want to take that let's talk about maddie pay for a second right he that's him that's straight Mm. up matt pay like what Mm. he did was reinvented an entire basketball team or a franchise and then number one or number two rated basketball franchise in the world, which is crazy. We don't want to get in the politics of it right now. But if you look at that, he has, <laughs> do you see the jerseys they're wearing? Yeah. I was actually just looking at that. I was like, that's clean. But... So that's Mr. Cartoon did those jerseys. Yep. And the stuff he's doing right now is, is honestly blowing my mind. Cause we talk about, you know, running a, a business or brands and, and cool stuff that's out there, but he's doing, I mean, that's a straight up global stage right there. I'm going to see if our, um, how, how far our influence is, uh, Matt pay, send me a text. If you're listening to this, cause I owe you lunch. Um, we talked about it about a month and a half ago and we haven't gotten back together. So I want to see, yeah, see if he listens, if our, if our reach, uh, still, still, uh, reaches. Oh, well, he'll find this. Um, <laughs> But back to back to the little thing we were talking about, you know, being a part of something that seems way bigger than you are. Right. Mm. And I think that's a rare thing to get to do. I mean, when you get to make something that you feel like you get to be a part of, and I'll just use my case study, for example, like 10 years ago, I'd never believe we are 
where we are today based upon that. But mm-hmm. as it's built with having the kids involved in what we're doing changes kind of who we are. Having the team of people that work here changes who we are. And it's gotten to a point where I feel like, wow, I, I'm kind of the captain of the ship, I guess, but I'm not the ship itself anymore. And mm-hmm. I never would have believed it would get to this. So I'm, I'm a little humbled by it, but the hardest part is what do you do next? I mean, at what point do you, what point do you just keep the course and what point do you, um, because I, I, I have the I fear that you, you kind of got to do both. Yeah. And it's, it's because I, I'm very bad at, um, <clears throat> enjoying success or feeling like I did something yeah. and kind of just like, I heard somebody, um, what was I listening to? Oh, Rachel, uh, Matto was on Mark Marin and she was talking about like her bodega camera gets overwritten. <laughs> like she was basically saying like, she doesn't remember what she does. It just kind of like yeah. her tape gets overwritten like yeah. every six months. And I kind of feel the same way. And it's, it's the it, dash cam. But I've been, yeah. The, yeah. Whatever version of a surveillance camera, uh, overwriting <laughs> that happens personally with you, but it's like, um, you it's it's interesting i think you're at an inflection point we've talked about some things you're doing where you're kind of putting a stake in the ground and trying to record some period of what's going on but i think even just looking at was this the fifth vineyard day or has there been more than that this is well here we'll talk about the iteration this is the ninth the ninth wow see and I, i can't exactly this has almost been a decade and i'm sure i've been aware and known about every single one yeah but it started as 40 people also uh, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. And how many was it this year? Well, we allowed 200, but we, we could have, people came as far away as Korea, which blew my mm-hmm. mind. And I think we had another 15 states mm-hmm. represented like people, this became a thing. And I didn't really get that cash cash got it. And I didn't, you know, because when you're doing it, you don't really think about it, but cash goes, Hey, did you know people came from, Colorado and Florida and all and Chicago and all over the United States. He goes, they all came to go to that thing. And I said, that's interesting. I said, it starts to become a different goal too, right? Like, I feel like you almost need to, you need to track that. And like next year, if you have interest, you should hold a spot for every 50 state. And (laughs) if you're coming from a country that's, you know what I mean? Like, Like, I don't know what the idea is, but that is, that's pretty awesome that people are interested to come from, I assume, South Korea, but possibly. Uh, <laughs> well, it's harder to get from <laughs> North Korea. From the- <laughs> <but>. <laughs> was she from the chairman's zone? Yeah, I don't know. She was <laughs> She was really happy. <laughs> so uh, Cash gave her a uh, bottle of port for coming from the farthest distance. I thought that was pretty up. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's uh, But we're that's definitely we're going to be doing a spring event now. Um, so we're kicking that into a, a mindset of, of where uh-huh. we're going. And it's mostly because we want to, um, you know, allow, yeah, you know, build a longer table. You know, that's us always. It's like, yeah, well, and I f- more I people want to come, I the came, table gets long. The first time I came was winter. Yeah. Spring works. Are you going to, are you going to, I mean, you guys did, uh, the lawn party that one year. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. It was rad. Um, yeah, those, I mean, <laughs> crazy. The part I, I enjoy, I think I enjoyed the most is I get to see my dad really gets into it 
And yeah, I bet he, you know, we break up into two groups and go for a walk. And, you know, my group is half, his group's half. And people come year after year and they kind of bounce between, I'm going to go with Keith this year. I'm going to go with Larry this year. And they hear a totally different story, which is really neat. I mean, it's the same, (laughs) but from a totally different perspective. And uh, all the food, that was really cool this year. We was all uh, in from our valley. And what I mean, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Tell me about the food. What y'all eat? Uh, Oh, my wife's calling. Um, What we we had uh, God's Country Provisions, which is a local donut company who mm-hmm. is very similar to us. Their kids are working the counter. Um, they're a neat couple of families, but it's it's very uh, Sarlosian. I don't know if that's a mm-hmm. thing, but it's just like, There's yeah. Also, you, got a, you got a family-run uh, coffee shop. Yeah, up there so we have too, Good right? Seed and Good Seed, yeah. you know, roasted all of the coffee for us, brought it. And then, you know, he told me, I go, what do I owe you? And he told me some ridiculously no, low number. I'm like, no. So we, mm-hmm. you know, doubled that up. But then we had uh, Full of Life flatbread, which is up north uh, yep. in Los Alamos. But he did a, we did a five course seated menu. And it was, it was one of the, it was shockingly good. And I mean, yeah. everything was basically made there over an open fire that morning while we went for the walk. And then we did a pairing and kind of gave everybody a preview of some new wines or some wines we're selling out of. And what's up? What time are we, what time are we getting SS code drunk at? Oh, at, at you know what? Are, what when, <laughs> when does the, when does the first taste of wine hit my lips? Uh, right about 1030. Actually, <laughs> okay. no, actually it was about 10 a.m. this year because that's nice. was, that was the timing. All right. When I show up, I'm looking for a 958 rosé taste. <laughs> well, okay. So this year, usually it takes a long time. You know, people grab their food and sit down, blah, blah, blah. But this year we just pop bottles and just put a bottle on every table. So a bottle was like for eight people, um, which is not, you know, if you finish it, that's a lot of wine. But everybody. uh it's like a half a glass yeah if they're all tasting but we're, not, i mean it's i mean and look we should we should we showed up to eat some good food hear some tales and to drink some wine and so here's the crazy part like brielle talked dad talked mom talked uh cash was up there cracking wise the whole time and and people didn't leave you i was like this is it we're done thank you for coming you know hey and then everybody just sat there yeah and that was the moment for me if we're like discussing like something where it all of a sudden it feels way bigger, it was like, why isn't anybody going anywhere? You know, where are they going to go? That's the thing, right? They, they they came to C and B with (laughs) you guys and to hang out like, and just lay in the grass. Right. And that's kind of what it turned into. And the, the part that I guess was a little bit shocking was you're right. Seeing the photos, Seeing, you know, Cash shadowed me the whole time. He was like, he said stuff like, hey, I got this. Let me answer this question, which was mm-hmm. really cool. He's like, these all these bins hold a thousand pounds. Two of them holds a ton. Da, da, da. And he was like railing through it. And at the end, you know, I guess I didn't maybe I take it for granted or I took it for granted. But somebody goes, man, it was really cool just to see these kids coming up because mm-hmm. the first vineyard day Cash was Cash couldn't walk. Right. Mm. And now there's this 11 year old boy 
running yeah. around telling people, okay, grapes and wine and da, 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 where it's like they're pushing second, at the edges. Yeah. yeah. They're second nature where it's like dad doesn't, you know, Brielle said it in front of everybody. You know, my dad doesn't disappear in a building and I, and you know, she talked to her friends and, and one of her friends, you know, what does your dad do kind of a thing? And the kid goes, yeah, I have no idea what my dad does every day. Or I have no idea what my mom does every day, right? And Brielle Brielle looked at her like, what? What do you mean? Like, that was a foreign concept. And the older I get now, and I see you doing it, and I see our generation, one of the things I guess I'm super excited about is I feel like the kids that are coming up, we got raised by our parents. And I don't think our parents did a lot of talking to other parents about, you know, how to be a parent. You know, they just kind of... Uh, ran with it. And I'm not calling our parents' generation selfish, even though, yeah, strangely enough, you know, they had a huge leash. Their parents were like, yeah, go have fun, do whatever, go for it. And now we're like, "Eh, I think I want to be more involved in my kid's life than my parents were in mine, maybe. Hmm. But now I see so many people, and maybe it's my industry, maybe it's living here, maybe it's everything. But, you know, anywhere I go, it's like, where people bring their dogs everywhere in LA. It feels like everybody brings their kids everywhere in LA mm-hmm. or brings their kids here. And there's kids constantly just everywhere running around and mm-hmm. going with their parents to work or knowing what they do or lending a hand or carrying something. And that becomes, I think a, a bit of a, um, a waypoint in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe we're a little unique, but, or maybe it's just the people I'm attracted to, you know? I think, I think it's probably both. I think it's kind of the people you're around. I think it is unique, but I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's valuable. And I think that nobody's going to have a life like your kids. I mean, they, I, and I think that's in a good way. Like, I think if they can be immersed and see, I think uh, uh, this is the Keith episode. Keith's doing such a great job. I didn't mean that. Uh, well, don't worry. We won't put it no, out. No, no, <laughs> Exactly. Something no, will break I, by the end of this recording and we'll just trash it. Throw it in the trash. I don't, no, I'm not. Um, but I don't think I'm doing a good job. No, no. You know? Let me finish my point. Oh, I think what I was trying to say is I think that you you found a way for better or for worse to have no real distinct lines between what your work life and what your personal life is. Yeah. I don't know in the best possible way Mm. the, you know, in the way that your, your job is serving your family life. And for that reason, I mean, you're living a farmer's life, uh, but in a very modern context Hmm. where, where your, your, your children and even the prior generation, you are all, concerned with bringing this thing out of the ground, making it into a product and sharing it with yeah. people. And for that, for whatever, for whatever the reason is because of who you are, that presents itself as if you take a slice of Keith, you get some family, you get some work, you get some personal, but it's all mixed up all together. It's not like yeah. your, your time distinction. I only have one place pot distinction. I just have one pot and you it's got one pot all poured in. You know, it's gumbo. Exactly. Yeah. Eh. Speaking of pots, though, yeah. let me ask you, what's up? What's up with that Traeger life? I Ooh. see you and a couple of other... Uh, Dude, I'll get you one. Uh, I'm going to get you one. Fi- people of fine taste uh, smoking those... Is it pellets? Yeah. What's, what goes on with the Traeger? I'm not going to say I kicked off this thing, you know. 
Uh, so a friend, <laughs> no, you, you didn't kick it off, but, but whoever, whoever, whoever got did. you going, I know whoever got you going, her name is Amanda. No, this is what's happening. So this girl, Amanda, uh, Amanda Schaefer, she worked at, uh, skull candy and we did a, we did a collab uh, back in the day with skull candy. It's super rad. Uh, we just kind of hit her up one day. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? She's like, Oh, I'm at Traeger now. And I'm like, okay, what, what's a Traeger kind of a thing. And uh, she's like, Oh, Dude, we got to hook you up with one of these things. Totally hooked me up. God bless her. And I started just cooking on this. Everybody started coming over, like buddies and friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you, you know, you know me. If I have a toy that I like playing with, there is no better person in the world to look, hand a toy to. Look, look. <laughs> speaking of dad shit, a dad, a, a dad does not need. Uh, a big incentive to go stand outside with a cigar oh, and a drink. No, uh, no joke. For hour for hours on a weekend. But my no, but the, like, even better than that, my wife, I never cooked. Never, ever, ever. And uh-huh. then I got this Traeger, and all of a sudden I'm like three or four nights a week, I'm cooking, right? Because uh-huh. uh because it made it so turnkey. That's the right word. Where uh-huh. so a Traeger basically this. It's a it's a pellet fed so instead of loading it with wood or charcoal you put all yeah. of these pellets in a hopper right it's yeah. very apple kind of mind what are the what are the pellets the pellets are, they, are basically wood pellets or yes, charcoal pellets uh, compressed wood, wood pellets and the okay, neat part is it. there's all these different flavors of uh, pellets so there's hickory uh, there's uh, pecan there's apple there's oak so these are like, there's that these are like these are jewel pods for dads 100 percent. <laughs> so uh you 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 click it on and this is the old one, right? You set it to a temperature, uh-huh. get to the temperature, and it basically kept it like an oven. Uh-huh. That's the old shit. Now, let me tell you about the new shit. The new oh. shit, new shit, new shit. <laughs> so now they have one that just came out. Totally got hooked up on this thing. And it has a wire fire, right? And what that is, is I have a, I have a grill that is connected to the internet. Mm-hmm. I load preset menus on how to cook this thing on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Or I can do it on the thing. I can, I hit ignite. I let it run, you know, preheats, gets to the thing. So I did a brisket, which they, they sent me, which was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Snake river farms. And I, it was crazy. I posted that picture you're talking about with the smoke coming out at like seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I literally woke up at four 30 that morning and was just watching videos, researching everything. So as I said, I trimmed this thing. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So I trimmed this thing down. I threw it in there. I got it dialed. And all of a sudden, probably got 10 different DMs, right? Of everybody mm-hmm. going, so what are you doing? What what's going on? What's this? <laughs> yep, exactly. All of it. And then they said, uh, what so what's your plan? What's your what's your smoke plan? And I'm like, ooh, I like this. This is good. And everybody had a different one, slightly different. Uh, Anthony Edney, who is the head chef here at the Alisal, which is like a golf course uh, club thing, which we're members yeah. of, goes, dude, you got to come out on Sunday. We're doing a barbecue. Um, he's going to have all of his smokers out there. He's sponsored by like the Green Egg and a bunch of everything. And they're going to have yeah. a bunch of barbecue guys out there like teaching. So Sunday at two, I'm going to be straight out standing in a field like learning from like pit master i'm taking this for yeah. sure for serious so yeah um long story short i said it i said okay get to the eternal temperature to 160 
And then mm-hmm. the next plan is kick the temperature up to this, finish it up to here. And I was getting like updates on my phone as I was like running the grocery, run kids around, stuff like that. And so I would get on my watch like, and by the way, yes, my grill's name is Smoke Face Killer, which I really, I like that. Um, Killa. Killa. It used to be Smokey McSmokeface, but now it's Smoke Face Killer. Yeah, I mean, once you once you once evolve, you, smoke face killer. There you go, Wu Tang name generator. <laughs> um, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck yeah. with. So we did it, and then people came over. Now we're trying to start what's called. We're doing Sarlo Sunday Supper, and yeah. and I'm like every week now. I'm starting to think like, what am I gonna do? And then a bunch of people came over, drank wine, started singing. It was really cool because uh. Uh, met a new friend my buddy brought my buddy Heath brought by who recently yeah Heath Benner so he he recent our buddy his buddy our buddy now um, his uh, girlfriend was <laughs> all your all your buddies will become Keith's that's buddies. true <laughs> um, it was really sad his his girlfriend um, was the fastest woman on two wheels and she oh, was yeah. a, a mainstay in the motorcycle community and uh, he was the first man ever invited to Babes Ride Out, which is a motorcycle rally uh, just for women. And mm. he was honored there and she was honored there. And he came came back through. And I just got a text from him like 20 minutes ago where he's like, dude, thank you so much for coming. Like, you know, letting us come over or let me come over. And I'm like, dude, you got an open door. Anytime you come, you're through, come on in. And then and my wife and I then talked about it. You know, this is the one pot thing again. It was, I, I go, man, I had so much fun. You know, I, I never really cooked for a lot of people and everybody else brought food and Brian and Tommy were there and they brought, you know, pork back and, and, and eat literally just sitting there eating together and drinking together. And Kathleen seat came and she brought her guitar and everybody just singing and, you know, stupid stuff like that, Yeah, man. That's it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. And it seems like to me, I just like, how do we do more of that? You know, mm, we jump it's from tricky. We jump it's from tricky, vineyard right? day into that, but it's like, let's just keep going. That's a I mean, I think that's what you're doing, right? You're kind of creating space. And even like last time we talked, which nobody held their conversation because we threw it in the trash, like uh trying to create the space even for your kids as they get into yeah. high school so that you kind of you can't force the feeling that you had, but you're trying to increase the um, opportunity and the chance for it to occur. Right. You're trying Mm. to, it's just like, you can't force the wine, right. All you can do is like make the soil and whatever you can only prepare for it. You can only prepare. Yeah. You can only prepare. And um, by the grace of uh, whatever, it will happen or it won't, but you bring these people together. And it's interesting. That is another like stone soup thing. How did you do it? Did you say, I'm going to throw down on all this meat and then other people brought other things or did you cater the whole dinner? Well, uh, Amanda, who we were talking about at Trigger, she came in town and we have that apartment and I was like, Hey, just stay oh, yeah. here. And she's like, awesome. And she t- kind of sent me a thank you gift from this like smoke snake oh, river saw, farm, uh-huh. you know? Yep. And I'm like, I will put this to good use. I can guarantee you that. And uh, that thing just sat in my freezer for literally like four days. And I'm like, this thing, this thing needs to happen. You know? Mm-hmm. It was like the glowing, like some people have the glowing <laughs> bottle of wine, right? Where they get uh-huh. it. They're like, I got to drink this thing. Uh-huh. And that, that slab was in there and Cash just goes, what do we, you know, 
Cash was pretty funny because he goes, "What's up with this meat, Dad?" So Step yeah, so pretty much. He's like, "So what are we what are we doing with with that thing?" I'm like, "What?" Are you He's doing? like, uh, "Are we going to eat this yesterday? Because it's still there." I know, and I'm like, "We're going to smoke it on Sunday." He's like, "Okay," and then I got up, you know, super early and stressed about it all day in the best possible stress. I loved yeah. it. I loved every minute of it because I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I'm going to fail. I know it, you know, and that's what's up, man. Preparing. That's what's up. Hey, next week's the like Jaime it. episode. So get ready. I guess now we can talk about space next week or whatever. We can talk about me. I don't care. Let's talk about it's, you. Uh, it's not the most interesting thing to me. You got that. You got the new iPhone yet? No, man. Earth reasons. Earth reasons. No okay. The camera's good. I'm going to uh, Istanbul and Tel Aviv Ooh. though in a few weeks. So can oh can I'm, we can I'm we like, talk about your prep kit? Sure. I, no no no. I'm serious <laughs> about that because I think uh, I want to talk about your. I want to talk about Jaime's kit next week. Sure, we could talk about kit. I want to ta- talk. I want to hear how you move. Okay, this is what we're setting up for. So now at the end of the episode, uh, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about in the next episode, so we can't deviate. Can I? Okay, I'm going to throw this out too. Okay. Let's try to do it in person because I'm overdue to come up. There. Okay, okay, we're picking. And uh, I think uh, depending on what what day next week, dude, come on up. Let's do it. Or you can pick some grapes. It'll be fun. That would be rad. You'll hate it. Then I'll. Then I'll. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. I'll, I'll, you know me. I'll pick like one. Bring your camera. Handful. Bring your camera. Exactly. Exactly. And then I'll go back behind the camera. <laughs> Perfect. That'll be awesome. Fly the drone. Yeah. But you'll take my job. It'll be great. Are we going to talk about the secret project or no? Is that going to just come out? Which secret project? Which one? Oh, uh, the B-O-O-K. The book. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, All right, we'll talk about it next week then. Uh, yeah, you can ask me as many questions as you want. I'm Again, I don't know what I'm doing, but let's talk about your kit now. I'm on, I want to know these things. I want tips and tricks because you mm. saved my butt when I went to Europe. Um, I want to hear, number one, uh, how you get four people yeah. from Los Angeles to Istanbul. What's your, yeah. what is your, because I know you, uh, I want to yeah. hear your, your, uh, your list for tra- not only for packing, transporting, moving, because you have two little ones who aren't carrying their own bags yet. Well, they're, they're like six now. So they do carry their backpacks, which are overstuffed and have most of their things. Yeah. So it is interesting. But yeah, let's, let's, um, and then I want to hear what's in, in your bag because your bag, what's in your bag is what? Let's, oh, we need a theme song. <laughs> what's in your bag? There we go. Bag. Uh, so we're going to do this. Right. We have loop back running. Let's, we have Zoom running. We have, Descript. Descript, which is going to transpose everything we write, and we're going to... Scribe. Transcribe. What did I say? Transcribe? Yep. Transcribe. Transcribe. And we're going to do deep fakes. (laughs) Transcribe. We're going to wait until the end of this, and then we're just going to deep fake our voices for the rest of the time. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're... we're, That's something we can talk about as well. 35 minutes. All right, Keith. All right, good people. If you have questions for us, uh, record a voice memo and send it to Keith. Matt Pay, call Jaime. No, just send me a text. Let me know when I can take you for some uh, some tacos and margaritas. Shawarma. Bwong. All right, good people. Bye.